Hello, and welcome to another questionably exceptional episode of We Only Look Thin. <laughs> Easy for me to say. I am Catherine Weigel, and I am one of your hosts. I have lost about 145 pounds. Holy I'm a tiny moly. habits coach. Yeah. And with me today is... Donald Weigel, and I have uh, lost about 100 pounds, and uh, I am also one of your hosts, and uh, we're here to talk to you about stuff. Yep, we sure are. And you might recall, if you have already heard us talk, that last week, we talked about loopholes. Oh, yeah. Our good friend Gretchen Rubin. Boy, last week was so long ago, I already forgot. Yeah, it really was. Oh, it was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the same person I was seven yeah. days ago, you know yeah. what I mean? That's why I don't like taking responsibility for my past choices, because like, that, was, that was the old me. My yeah. future self is not having it. Yeah, that's right. I don't want any accountability. <laughs> but right. uh, we went over five loopholes that uh, Gretchen Rubin talks about in ways that we sabotage our own efforts by saying we don't have have any control over our choices it's true like a lot of podcasts i just want to point out will give you maybe two perhaps three loopholes in an episode <laughs> you got five as many as five you got five loopholes yeah and you're gonna get episode. you're gonna get and five more this week you're gonna get five more there are many more uh, i mean you can't afford not to listen i know what are we gonna say but yeah but speaking of which uh i just want to start this episode uh-huh donald doesn't know what i'm gonna say i don't i'm just gonna start this episode by talking about how we don't know it all. Oh, we don't yeah. know it all. It's true. We don't have all the answers. Yeah, and no. it turns out most bitterly, and I'm kind of bitter about this, yeah. we don't have all of the puns in our own head. That's <laughs> um, true. I pride myself on coming up with names for episodes yeah. before the content. I don't even know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, we have, uh, we have what, this is episode 224, I think, 224 wow. episodes. That's and legit. I would guess Catherine has named 219 of them. <laughs> Probably. I'm just coming, how can I tie my childhood back yeah. into uh, today? There are many episodes I still haven't figured out how we would work in yeah. batteries not included yeah pro uh, but probably like six or seven times a week Catherine goes okay title for an episode and then she'll like say it and then she'll okay so what will this episode be about like yeah. how, how do we like make the, the the content fit the title yeah uh our daughter listens to tiktok radio yes that's a thing and yeah. they play the most random songs but one of them was we didn't start the fire by billy joel yeah and i was like okay and then i'll take a note as we'll Drive, we'll drive. I'm like, hey, Siri, remind me to have an episode called Walt Didn't Start the Fire. <laughs> and our daughter's like, would you stop? Not everything is an episode title. So, you know, you're you're getting the best. You're yeah. getting the best of what we can think of. Yeah, you but, save your, your mom jokes for our kid, luckily. Yeah, but, uh, well, not unfortunately. Fortunately, we have passionate listeners yeah. who, uh, who best us in coming up with episode titles. And I'm, I'm a little ashamed. I'm a little embarrassed that we didn't come up with a title for this episode. This might be the first title we've used that was a listener suggestion. In it, fact. Might be. Maybe. it might be. Maybe. I can't remember. Somebody's going to angrily write in and tell tell me that we used their title on episode, you know, 42 or something. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're, we're praising Samantha today. We yeah. are praising Samantha. Um, she loves the sound of our old-timey episodes. Yeah. I'll start by saying that. Yeah. Um, she has been able to lose 75 pounds. Woo! That's Woo! Amazing. I didn't lose 75 pounds this year. Yeah. I've, I've not done that at all. No. Uh, but uh, she came up with the episode title for this one, which is Loop, There It Is. And yeah. I read that, and my heart 
like crushed that yeah, I hadn't Catherine come up was with that. Super jealous that yeah. she hadn't thought of loop. There it is. And uh, you know, those who don't know, we are giant fans of the the rap group tag team. Who- <laughs> Came up with whoop. There it is. Yeah. But you know what? But now, like we do, like the pump up the volume. Like we're known for our cleverness. And uh, Samantha has joined the team as the next uh, wordsmith. So we're really excited. All right. So Samantha, we expect from you to email us (laughs) with uh, with the next 47 titles uh, so that we don't have to come up with any more. Yeah. But you are an inspiration, Asian Asian. So congratulations for doing that. Yes. Thank you, Samantha. And and, uh, thank you uh, for your, I don't know why I'm thanking her, but congratulations on your your weight loss achievement. And cleverness and wordplay. Because that's what really this is all about and so. really bringing the rap group tag team back to the forefront of all of our thinking because they're really unsung heroes in the musical world no but now we can like like i was just about to say but you know like we like coming up with like pump up the volume and doctor doctor because right, it's, it's right. so fun to 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 use those terms but now anytime i'm invoking some sort of loophole you say loop there <laughs> so you know as I'm apt to do yeah. as a 48 year old uh, woman living in the suburbs, so you know it's super cool, super rad. I'm I'm doing the cabbage patch right now as yeah. I'm saying it. So uh, so anyway, so thank you, Samantha. Credit goes to Samantha. Thank you very much, Samantha. All right, so now we are going to talk about loopholes, uh, as we did last episode. Uh, Gretchen Rubin, uh, imaginary friend of the show. I mean, she's real, but in our imaginations, she's a friend of the show. Uh, has ten loopholes of life, things that we that lies basically that we tell ourselves that uh, prevent us from you know that give us sort of permission yeah. to do things that we really know we we don't want to do or shouldn't do. Yeah. Uh, uh, we give ourselves permission to do it, and we're going to go through another five. Yep, and uh, I will start out uh, with number six. Number uh, n- six. Number one of this episode, if yeah. you're keeping track. Oh, boy, I'm just that's trying to make it confusing. complicated. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the next one is the this doesn't count loophole. I'm on vacation. It's the weekend. Uh when you make exceptions for special occasions, every weekend is a special occasion. Every Tuesday is a special occasion. A friend comes over. It's only half a glass. There's so many things that we do. Oh, it doesn't doesn't really matter. It doesn't count. Yeah, and I have dubbed this one the weight loss fairy loophole. Yeah, which which is the idea that the weight loss fairy is going to grant you a a wish and you know give you permission to eat whatever you want for a particular occasion and the calories just won't count well and it's, it's that like oh i'm just eating a couple things off our daughter's plate oh it's only i just took a taste of that chocolate chip cookie it doesn't really matter i actually took a taste of something the other day that we'd gotten our daughter a granola bar she's like you better track that that's a bite and she was right and i did and you know i actually did some fun math while you weren't paying attention oh whoa i uh I love fun math, too, and I am sad that I wasn't paying attention to it. Okay, so if we... Well, you're going to get it now, so it'll be fun for you in in the moment. So I made so many exceptions for things that I just... I grabbed one chocolate piece, you know, one one mini candy, right. one pizza crust, right. a couple of fries, yeah. and throughout the day with all the bites, licks, and tastes of things... And I'm not talking about, like, I don't have a cucumber problem, like... 
you don't have if you right, don't track yeah. your cucumber, it's fine. Right. I didn't weigh and measure my cucumber, and that's why I gained a hundred pounds. But it's that extra like little bit of peanut butter every day that adds up all those like heavy fats or extra piece. Like, oh, there's only one cookie left. I might as well just eat it, even though the portion is six. I'll just it's right. the baker's dozen that I do. Right. So let's just for funsies, because it's super fun. I like doing fun math. Let's say you get three hundred calories a day. That are just the like throwaway. It's just one. It's just the extra. Yeah, yeah, three hundred calories. You know, whatever. Over the course of a year. Yeah. That is almost one hundred and ten thousand calories. That's unbelievable. One hundred and nine thousand five hundred calories. Which that is are almost one hundred and ten thousand calories. A 10, yeah. That was good. I don't know. You like specificity, <laughs> so I didn't want like, well, Catherine, we've got to do a correction because uh, corrections I've tried corner. to get. I've tried to get much better about not. I know, but I saw you that. like white knuckle and like look at a calculator as soon as I gave the math because you wanted to make sure that we were super perfect. So you know, I'm just. I appreciate. Why do you have to call me out like that? I'm just saying. So I, I just want to add some uh, some depth to the podcast to let let people know what we're really like. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's that sort of thing just to, you know, round this out, close the loop on this <laughs> one, so to speak. <laughs> you know, you say to yourself, well, you know, I, I don't do that except on special occasions. Well, and except when I'm out with friends, and except on the weekend, and except on days that end in Y. It didn't and, even taste good. So yeah, why should I be penalized for yeah, it? Yeah. So, you know, you're not counting it. But really, you know, 110,000 calories later. <laughs> well, and I know you just said you were going to close the loop, so I'm sorry about this. But you're opening the loop I'm and opening, then closing it again. Opening the loop and closing it again. This brings up sort of a paradox that I haven't quite figured out yet is the we, we talk about there being no finish line. But unfortunately, when we say there's no finish line, then maybe it takes away the urgency because it doesn't matter because tomorrow is another day and there's no finish line. But really, those little habits add up. And yeah. it's, it's, and we'll talk about the one coin loophole later, but it's every day matters, but there's no deadline to finish it. It's just, it's an ongoing thing. It's like a puzzle that never ends. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, loophole number seven is the questionable assumption loophole. Uh-oh. And this is essentially you assume something that either is questionable or flat out false that is irrelevant to making your decision. So you say something like, well, I paid for this buffet. I need to get my full value out of it. Or it's it's already Thursday. It's too late in the week to start doing this now. You know, I'll, I'll wait till Monday. Or you say to yourself, this is a big one for me. Well, going to the gym is the only real form of exercise. So why should, you know, what difference is a, is a walk going to make? What difference is taking the stairs going to make? Or I have an appointment at 11 a.m. It's 9 a.m. now. I shouldn't start anything. This is a really big one for me. (laughs) Like, oh, well, tomorrow we've got a thing, so I better not do it. I'm too busy to take the stairs. So instead, I'm going to stand outside and wait for an elevator. And, you know, I have many times at work, by the way, just as an aside, like taking the stairs and beating people up who are waiting for elevators, which, you know, so it's a questionable assumption, which isn't really necessarily and a lot of times not true. Well, and something I've been focusing on in Walt Place, we only looked in place or accountability group, is something called invisible scripts. We grow up thinking that certain things relate to others. Like it's not a celebration without 
wine. I didn't grow up thinking it wasn't like 10 when I thought that. But, you know, we can't have fun unless we're all drinking. It's not a real party unless there's tons of food. Right. And we come up with these, you know, a a good host will have 10 kinds of chips. Like, yeah, and I was actually very proud of you. I don't know if we talked about this, the, the Super Bowl. You did not get the family size bag of ruffles. Oh, you got yeah. a sensible size bag of I ruffles. I did. think that was the first time in the history of histories that it was actually a sensible portion. And I know the anti-food wasters are going to be mad. We actually threw away part of that bag. We too. did. I was yeah, very proud we, of we us. We didn't polish off the whole thing, even though, you know, in the past I would have definitely felt obligated to do that. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's all those like, well, everyone's got to have a vice. And I used to use this all the time. At least I don't smoke as though that was like that canceled out the 4,000 calorie days. Although in fairness, all the time you say things like that to me about our marriage you, you it's like it's, <laughs> it's rarely like well you do this wonderful thing usually it's like thank you for not chewing tobacco like, yeah. <laughs> well we are what we are and what we aren't it's that it's a yeah. negative space that actually yeah, yeah. matters yeah exactly but in this one it's always that like well i already did this or i know i've already done that so i might as well when we use that so word so i might as well it's really leading us just to more distraction and the, the big one, this is the really big one. Yeah. I know what to do. Oh. I just can't get myself to do it. Oh. Or it's pointless to try. That is such a huge loophole because I gained 100 pounds while doing Weight Watchers because I kept saying, well, I just can't or, oh, I just blew it. I'll never get it right. And here's a little secret. If you keep telling yourself that I know what to do, I just can't do it or I can't get myself to do it, then you don't actually know what to do. Yeah. No, it's not working. Just because something might have worked in the past, your circumstances have changed. So really watch out for that language of it's not this without that. I can't be happy unless I get, you know, the large. It's not a real adventure unless we get, you know, takeout 20 times along the way. Um, Because those are just questionable assumptions. They certainly are. Okay, so what's number eight? Number eight is the, oh, this is my, this is my favorite. Yeah. A concern for others. Oh, yeah. I am so concerned. I am maybe... I like. I don't want to brag. The least selfish person I know. I, I mean, clearly. I'm a doer for others. Yeah, absolutely. I make these chocolate chip cookies for you. Like yeah. that is how you feel loved by me. Right. There's no other uh, other option on that. The I can't do this because it might make other people uncomfortable thing too, which is the, I can't get up early to exercise. Like it'll make Catherine feel uncomfortable if I do that. Yes. Yeah, setting boundaries will hurt other people's feelings. I don't want to really say what I need because that's rude. Hey, I'm at a party. If I don't eat the cake that the host is serving, I'm going to make them feel really bad. So I really should do this. Yeah, I'm going to really seem like a snob to my friends if I refuse to eat the junk food. And, you know, I also call this and I think I think I came up with this. Uh, Maybe Catherine came up with this. I also call this the peer pressure loophole, which is that sort of like 
you're you're with a group of people and they're like, come on, have that yeah. one drink, like, come on, you know, and then you're, you feel like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to make everyone feel bad by not doing it. So I'm just I'll have to do it. Well, and yeah, because people want to be around people that do what they do. So it makes it uncomfortable when we set boundaries. But for me, and I, we've we've talked about this a little bit recently, is that at what point in your life do you deserve to have your boundaries and your needs met? For me, and I, I've said it before, it wasn't until maybe the last year and a half when I was starting to have perimenopause symptoms yeah. where I was like, if I'm having hot flashes, I get to say what I need. Like I don't, <laughs> yeah. I, for some reason, it just really hit me of like, if not now, when? What is the perfect age to set boundaries? What is the perfect age to decide to tell people what you need? And it's it's been really empowering to know that I have a choice. And at least, not like people have to agree with me or not that they might not be disappointed, but why not feel some pride in myself instead of being an accessory in somebody else's agenda? Yes, absolutely. All right, so that brings us to loophole number nine. Number nine, number nine. Uh, Sorry, I know that was terrible. Uh, Which is the fake self-actualization loophole, also known as the you only live once YOLO, everybody. Uh, Embrace the moment. I have to die of something. I don't want to be too rigid. Yep. And, you know, we tell ourselves that over and over again, and it leads eventually to 100 pounds overweight in my case. Well, and it's it's generally not a long thought out process. Right. It's usually disguised as embracing life, accepting yourself. And it seems life affirming and almost spiritual. Like, oh, my gosh, that's right. To live my best life, like no one can tell me how much cake I can have. Yeah. Like, that's the new me. And when we do that, it feels like a big revelation. And then a week later, we can't fit into our pants, which is what would happen to me. <laughs> and then yeah. I realized that it was just in the end a loophole. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's that over and over again. I mean, some of these are related, you know, it, it ties into the, you know, this doesn't count and the, you know, it's a celebration, you know, and, the, you know, I just have to live life to the fullest and living life to the fullest involves not exercising and sitting around and watching TV and eating as much food as I want. And um, eventually that leads to type two diabetes. And in my case, and, uh, you know, a shortening of your life eventually if you don't do something and turn it around. Well, and I think, too, that identity thing, which we talked about recently on the Born Identity episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, is that identifying as a caretaker. You know, it's that identifying as a Polish woman. As a Polish woman. Oh, yeah. I just, I love carbs. All Polish women love all Italians love carbs. You know, as someone who is from this region, we love cooking. We just can't cook without butter. We just can't do it. And I like butter. I'm not shaming butter. But it's everybody thinks that their region or their, you know, ethnicity or nationality or whatever, they're the ones who like eating. I just like eating. Like, I don't need any flag to right. tell me what to eat. I just like carbs. And that sort of, you know, ties back into the I just can't control myself loophole. Well, like... 
you know, my heritage insists that I eat pierogies. Like, what am I supposed to do about that? You know, and it's like, okay, every single person of your ethnicity is addicted to pierogies. Is that really true? Yeah. And that whole, you know, like, well, I've got to die of something like, well, I'm perfect just as I am. When we, you know, and it, it, we've talked about this before, too, of like, there's loving yourself and then there's enabling behavior that is taking you down a bad road. We have the opportunity to not have restrictions, but show restraint, knowing what I'm capable of. If someone said that they would pay me a million dollars to gain a hundred pounds in the next three months, I, that would not be a challenge at all. No. Like I would just go for it. But Showing restraint as an adult and knowing that I can be, I can have indulgences, but be mindful about what I do. Because if every day is a party, nothing is special. Like you're only going to live once for a very short time if you give in to every impulse like a toddler. And something I do now over and over again is ask myself how I'm going to feel about this, this choice later. Yeah. You know, it seems great in the moment to just, you know, say, oh, what the heck? You know, you only live once. But I have learned to stop myself and say, how am I going to feel about this later? Like, am I going to be happy about it tomorrow or even in an hour? Like, is this going to be something that I'm proud of myself for? And it has really helped me to to sort of temper those moments when I try and give in to the you only live once notion. Well, and we only live once, true, but we also pay consequences for the choices we make. It doesn't mean that freedom of speech doesn't come with freedom of consequence, you know, and it's the same thing with food. Yes, we have the ability to do what we want. Yes, we can, you know, make choices for ourselves. But the physical consequences of eating the way I used to eat put me at 145 pounds more than I was. We often cringe, you know, we'll just be chatting around, chatting about stuff and realize how many indulgences we allowed ourselves yeah. every day. It wasn't, you know, special occasion. Every day was a special occasion and it was killing us. And if we just listen to that craving part of ourselves without putting some boundaries in place, Sure, you live once, but again, it's not going to be a rich life. Yeah, and, you know, just from a mental well-being standpoint, I feel so much better about myself and my circumstances when I plan ahead for my exceptions. And I follow, you know, if I say to myself, well, you know, on on the Super Bowl Sunday or, you know, on a particular day, if I plan it, you know, six weeks ahead, eight weeks ahead, and, you know, I have that to look forward to and I stick to that and that's my, you know, day of indulgence or my, my event of indulgence and then I'm right back on my plan, I feel so much better about it than when I'm just sort of winging it and by the seat of my pants going like, hey, I only live once, like I'm going to eat a whole cake right now. Yeah, which is, <laughs> I definitely used to do that. And I'm going to pull a, I'm going to pull a dog. Donald Weigel and say, and to round this one out, to close the loop <laughs> on this one, I don't even know if you have anything else to say on it. <laughs> no, is I'm done. Gretchen Rubin says, I accept myself, but I expect more from myself. We can accept where we are, but still challenge ourselves and challenge our thoughts around our choices. She said, don't listen to your body, learn from your body. I know when I eat tons of sugar, I wake up with a food hangover, with indigestion, yeah. with acid reflux, and I know my limits. If I go too far, my body reacts negatively. It is 
telling me all the time, like, oh, you need to sleep all day because you ate. That's not a healthy habit. That's not a healthy amount of food. So are you doing this to yourself? Um, how can you change that and pull back a little bit? Because we do, again, have agency in our choices. All right. Uh, we are finally at number 10, the 10th uh, Gretchen Rubin <laughs> loophole, which we are making about weight loss and fitness. Uh, darling, yeah. why don't you take us home? And it is the one coin loophole. And, and this is, I know I just said you should take us home <laughs> and then I started talking. This is uh, my favorite one. I could probably dissect this one forever. This one ties right into uh, tiny habits and atomic habits and the the there is no finish line and you know it's really a super keystone uh loophole in my opinion okay now tell us what it is oh that's, that's <laughs> donald's favorite i feel i feel under uh under okay so gretchen rubin talks about the one coin and the question is how many coins does it take to make someone rich yeah does a penny make you rich and day by day if you add a penny at some point you will say you are rich. Maybe it'll take 10 years or whatever. But penny by penny, we build up our wealth. But at one point, you're not rich. And at one point, you are rich. Yeah, so, there, there is a line at which, you know, one coin actually does make you rich. Right, it tips the scale. Yeah. So it's that how many times does it take to make something true? How many pounds does it take to become thin? Will losing one pound matter? Will taking one walk matter? Will tracking one breakfast matter? Maybe the single thing on its own doesn't, but day after day, coin after coin, as you fill the jar, you become someone who walks. You become pound by pound someone who loses weight. And I think we get so impatient saying like, well, I just want to lose a hundred pounds. That seems insurmountable. Could you lose one pound? Okay. Could you do that again? Sh sure. But I want to lose a hundred. Okay. Well, day after day, right. week after week, if you lose a pound at some point, you will get to that hundred, but we're impatient and we want it all at once. Yeah. Any one particular action seems inconsequential, but the sum of those actions yeah. there we over go. time is what adds up to the result that we're getting. You know, we we over and over again say to ourselves and sort of parroting what Catherine just said, but well, if, you know, if I'm only going to lose 5 pounds this year, then why bother? But then in 5 years, you lose 5 pounds a year, in 5 years you're down 25 pounds. And I know for some people that's like, but I want to lose it all right now. Well, what's the alternative? You know, the alternative is you're going to stay the same or you're going to gain weight. What is better, staying the same, gaining weight, or in five years being down 25 pounds? Like, which result would you rather have? And it's sort of adapting that mindset of, hey, this one small action seems inconsequential, but you have the rest of your life to make it happen. And, you know, building that up and doing that one thing over and over again eventually leads to, you know, I think about that ant like pushing the rubber tree plant over, you know, a little bit at a time. And eventually that rubber tree plant goes down. Exactly. And I think, too, with uh, BJ Fogg and Tiny Habits. So he talks about how we think about breaking habits, like it's exerting extreme pressure at one time yeah. will suddenly snap us out of whatever we're in. But that is 
just false because it's small, sustainable habits over time and changes of behavior that actually make a difference. But we have been taught, you know, through, you know, decades of watching, you know, get thin, quick things. I actually saw, I don't even know if I told you this, a cabbage soup recipe on YouTube the other day. Like I follow some food things and it was like, lose 10 to 15 pounds this week with this recipe. I'm like, how is that still a thing? Yeah. But people get disappointed with, oh, I've only lost three pounds this month. Like you said, I want something big. I want something impactful. But I spent 20 years trying to lose 100 pounds fast. Yeah. And get, I just went up on the scale. I told you, I, you know, in three years, I gained 100 pounds doing Weight Watchers because I wanted to get there quick and intensely. And when I couldn't, I felt like I wasn't complying. So I revenge ate because that's, that was my reward for it. But this time, those slow, boring habits, Donald doesn't like it when I say boring, but those slow habits actually led up to me losing a total of 145 pounds and keeping it off now for i don't know four and a half years five almost five years I don't yeah know, I well and, and you and me both um and the i just wanted to point out though that the there's also a flip side to this Uh-oh. which is that that all or nothing attitude that people have that um which is twofold kind of one is that they say to themselves well what difference is it going to make yeah. if i break this habit this one time what is this one time going to do yeah and and really, this one time probably isn't a big deal, but one time leads to two times, leads to yeah. four times, and I'll just keep saying numbers uh, over and over again until finally you're just breaking, you know, breaking in, again, in air quotes, your habit, you know, the good habit, the positive habit uh, that you tried to to instill. And then the other thing people do all the time is, well... You know, I've been on this plan for, you know, a month straight. Oh, and then I went off this one time. Well, it's over. Yeah, it's proof that I can't. There's no reason to to continue going on. And it was that kind of mindset that kept me stuck going up and down the scale over and over again for most of my adult life until I realized, you know, one time – if I have a day where I don't stick to my plan and then I just get right back on it the next day, I can actually achieve my my uh, weight loss goal and I can stick to it for, you know, it's been like Catherine just said, like four and a half years now. Well, and two, you know, we dismiss small negative behaviors yeah. or unhelpful behaviors. Right. And we dismiss small positive behaviors. What's the difference? If, if nothing matters, then nothing matters. You know, we just, we, we put off the good and we dismiss the bad as being as bad as it is. I know I came up with that uh, wackadoodle math about the 300 calories a day adding up to over 100,000 calories. Almost 110. Yes. Oh, but thank you I'm for not coming gonna, back I'm to not going to say the specific number. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. But everything matters. If you take, you know, if, if you walk for five minutes a day, over the course of a year, I didn't do this math. That's a lot of steps. What is better, doing none until you can commit a half hour? Right. Or just starting with the five minutes? Because that's what we did. And guess what? It paid off. So, yeah. nanny, nanny, boo-boo. If I do nothing else in my life except convince one person to give up their all or nothing attitude about this, then I will have considered my life's mission complete. Excellent. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not even joking about that. Like, 
that to me is one of the worst mindsets that we have in society in general, especially when it comes to health and fitness. But that idea, if we can't do the perfect thing, then let's do nothing. We have to do all of it or none of it. It just isn't true. And in weight loss and fitness, it certainly is destructive in helping you achieve your goals. Yeah. And I, I think to round this all out for the the two episodes, I think the big question at the end of all this and any episode is, how is that working out for you? How is that serving you? Are you satisfied with the results of your thoughts and of your actions, your habits, and your behaviors? Is it getting you what you say you want for yourself? How are all of these limiting beliefs serving you? Because I'm guessing, as it was for me, that all it did was confirm that I was broken, that my body wasn't up to the challenge of losing the weight. And I never, never thought that after age 40 that it was possible to take agency in my life. I was on a decline. But once I decided that I could take agency in my life and take control of my boundaries, it changed everything. And we are confident that it is possible for you. Absolutely. And I am also satisfied with your thoughts, actions, and behaviors that led you to listening to this episode <laughs> of We Only Look Thin. You can find all of our episodes wherever you found this one and also anytime at our website, weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And if you are at weonlylookthin.com, click on the link for join our support group. And oh, yeah. Find, do that. Find out more about Walt Place, We Only Look Thin Place. It is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place for accountability, habit tracking, lots of Zoom meetings every month. I do a weekly newsletter. And it's just some amazing fellowship with people in all stages of weight loss on all kinds of plans. We actually had a member join yesterday and she posted about, you know, where she is in her journey. And like over a dozen people commented immediately welcoming her and, you know, sharing insights. And it just feels really great to know that you're not, you know, lost in a sea of 50,000 people, you know, in a Weight Watcher group, that it's actually just a small group of women who know each other's names, know their families, and really get to support one another in a in a private way on Facebook, which Facebook doesn't seem super private all the time. But you can find out more by going to our website. We have two subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a uh, seven-day complimentary trial with a three-month subscription. So check it out. Yeah. And look, I don't hang out in the group. Uh, it's for women. Um, but I do read the newsletter every week, and there's some really helpful content just in the weekly newsletter. Yeah, we don't like, even talk about it on this podcast. No, we don't. I mean, and, you know, there are there are topics that Catherine goes into depth in the newsletter that, you know, could be episodes of the show. I mean, they really they really play like that. You know, it's sort of like, a you know, it might, might take me five or seven minutes to read the newsletter, and it plays like a five or seven minute episode of the show in my head. And there are many times where I'm like, hey, that's a really good idea. <laughs> Yeah, I need to, you know, take that into my life. So I'm getting something out of it as well. Thank you. And if you'd like to interact with us in other ways, you can always find us uh, through social media at We Only Look Thin on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
and you can even email us and we will respond. Uh, we love episode suggestions as well. We've taken uh, quite a few listener emails and turned them into episodes as well. You can reach us that way through weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yep. And if you have a couple of extra minutes and feel like maybe not invoking loopholes around not doing it yeah. head over to apple podcast and leave us a rating and a review or just a rating give us some five star love that would be great yeah that not, that takes like a second to do yeah uh i actually do it every once in a while for myself just to see if it matters it doesn't it only takes it once it's not like you can vote <laughs> as many times as you like on american idol i'm it's not just sure i've ever given us a five star review actually well, maybe you, i need to maybe yeah you need to but uh leave us a rating and a review not only does it boost our morale but it also helps other people find us apple boosts us in the ratings so it actually really does matter so thank you we don't always see the international ones uh i know we've gotten some international ones but like australia has their own apple things so we don't always see it but we uh, we truly appreciate getting the word out absolutely and also speaking of getting the word out if uh you could just tell somebody about the show that also helps if you know someone you think that would enjoy us or or get some value out of our advice uh just tell them about it we appreciate it yep so if you still aren't sure if the real hero of this episode is Samantha, who <laughs> gave us the idea for the title, or Tag Team, who came up with the original <laughs> song, just remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration. inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.